been listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 284, Scott. That's right. That's right, John. Episode 284, and we're uh, we're back just a week <laughs> after episode 283. Is that right? We didn't even miss a show <laughs> yeah. or anything, did we? Yeah. That's right. right. And we have a very special guest. A special guest, yeah. We have so much TTN news. It's unbelievable. Uh, before we get to our special guest, John. <laughs> Here we go. Our, ah! The reason we have a special guest is our Skype line is working. Yes. How about that? Not only that, our Skype voicemail is back. It's back up. Online. You, you, you switch to Mac and it works. That's you, exciting. And it's a Windows application now, right? Skype and That is exciting. Work. Yeah. How about that? All right. So to introduce our special phone guest. Now, since uh, Phil, the bass player, and Julie, the singer, were on episode 283, uh, our Facebook page has kind of exploded with a lot of uh, posts and a lot of controversy. Yes. I listen to Talk ta- 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 Nonsense. The group. It's just a group. We don't even have a Facebook page. <laughs> Somebody else made it. Yes. And uh, the the uh, there was some overwhelming response in favor of uh, Julie the singer being on the show. Nobody really talked about Phil. Phil's been on the show about yeah. four or five times. And then other people came out and said, "Boy, I really didn't like that show." Uh, and we hate have, was the word that was yes hate slung around. It's one of the words. And we have somebody online right now. We're going to go to him right now to give an introduction. Let's hear who's. On our Skype line. Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> You're not going to say his name. You're just going to say, let's it's, who's. I figured everybody would know me just from my voice because, I mean, you know, famous on the internet. Yeah. This is Jason, CJ Dobry, Jason from the Nobodies. Author. Podcast from a few years ago. Former podcaster, just moved to Nebraska. Big fan of Total Talk Nonsense. Very active in the podcasting community. And, uh, yeah, Jason is on the line. Yes. So we got him. Now, this is also a, a bonus for us because it tests our Skype ability. That's right. And we passed our <laughs> Skype test. Skype ability. That's cool. Now, now let's get right to it. So Julie came on the show. Oh, I have some emails, too. i got to turn my cans up. There Julie came on the show, and uh, she did have a, a bit to drink before she got here, and she used that as an excuse when she couldn't answer some of our questions. <laughs> Which I think is bullshit, because when I'm fucking hammered, I can still talk and answer questions. I may not be able to get a sentence together, but I can still be expressive. You know what I'm saying, Yeah, yeah, you sure can. (laughs) (laughs) So, what had happened? I guess I'm going to give my summary of the show. And then I want to hear from Jason, because Jason didn't like the show, and I think I know why he didn't like the show. Okay, go ahead. Here's my summary. So here, so she comes in, and she's everything that we're not, John. She's a woman, right? <laughs> yeah. She's conservative, although that's questionable. And she's a Christian, a born-again Christian. I would, I would, we never asked that question, but that's the impression I got, that she, she just discovered Christ uh, not too long ago. Yeah, found him. And not only that, she, uh, what she was hearing about it didn't exactly fit what, her, the model should be, so she went and found these other authors to tell her that the Bible was misinterpreted. And here's how you should read it. And 
what the Bible is really saying is women uh, should be in authority and all that other bogus. Um, so that was my take on it. Now the, the blah, blah, two, blah. three, two things, three things. <laughs> <laughs> she has a laugh, and you, you either find that laugh. Um, what would be the word? Infectious, horrible, or horrible, <laughs> or horrible. Yes. There's no in between. It's one or the other. The other thing is she she didn't really know when to not talk. Like the, we've had a lot of guests on the show, and I and I'm trying to think when we first started this, did we have trouble? Did we talk? I know we talk uh, over each other. Well, yeah, we we talk a lot. Part of the problem was I had her mic really hot. Because when Amber was on, she wasn't in the mic enough, and I thought, okay, this is going to be Julie's first time, so I really cranked the compression and everything on it, and it was it was way hot, so I should have backed off. Yeah, somebody she did make good a mic comment. Presence. <laughs> Maybe it was Jason. Uh, no, that was somebody in an email commented about... Um, how they they were just waiting for you to to do something <laughs> like mute when she started laughing and you never did. <laughs> it, it was uh, you, you guys' show for for two guys is actually a busy show to listen to. I mean, there's yeah, the sound effects, the back, the noise. It, it's a it's a cornucopia of entertainment all at once, and when you add extra guests, it's always a little bit extra challenging, but it's always, I mean, it's, it's, and for the record, I did enjoy that show. I enjoyed you guys. I, I enjoyed feeling your, your discomfort at times. As, as I could tell you, you were just like, oh my God, this is sounding like the other people. I I could hear it, you know, and I could almost see you sitting there like, what you do? But I, I still enjoyed the show. I just... She was so painful, man. Uh, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> so f- f- when I, I listened to the show again, she it, it, it she w- did have too much to drink, right? She didn't seem well thought out and not well spoken in some cases. Uh, contradictory, in fact. And, and somebody, was it you, Jason, that mentioned hypocrisy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so- I like, I- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, that's new. That we can get to that. So the, then, then one more thing I want to say. Can I remember what it was? Um, oh, uh, she. <laughs> here's the other observation I made. <laughs> the thing that that I like about our show, John, is is it, it, the majority of the time. I, I would say all the time we're honest. And but when we get too honest, then I have to come to you after the show and say, "Hey, you need to cut this part out or that part out." You know, we've had those things. (laughs) (laughs) No, that are better on reflection. But but the thing is, uh, the one thing I appreciate about our show is we're honest, and I didn't sense that from her at all. And she she had this thing where, um, if she wasn't being honest, it was funny, and uh. It was throughout the show, like she, like you would ask her how old she was, and she would say ten, and you would. It was just ridiculous stuff. But if if you can't answer a straightforward question, then how do I know if you're not being honest uh, when we have a serious discussion? Ouch! What's the name of the show for Christ's I sake? I understand, but I, oh, Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah, right. You got a lot of. I was born in America. I mean, come on. 
Yes, but Marty, uh, if you compare the two, Marty was being as on- he was being honest. I don't need anything. What Marty said was truly from his heart, but you never knew if that was the case with Julia or not. If you were smart, until we got into some of the the apolo- Christian apologetics, that was the only time that I knew she was being genuine or honest. Um. All right. So now let's get back. Oh, to you Jason. don't know what's in somebody's heart. Are you, I, what are you, what? you fucking psychic now? I gave you an example. How old are you? I'm 10. <laughs> yeah, okay. She's not t- she, obviously, she's not 10. <laughs> I have to be inside her heart to know that? And, oh, I know. And like uh, False accusations. Everybody was witness to your sexcapades at the gig. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, now let's get back to painful. So, uh, I find her laugh infectious. Except when she did that high squeal <laughs> one. <laughs> I've never heard a tone like that before. Jason, you deny. You found it horrible. It was horrible. It was, it was I mean, I, I, when I say painful, I actually mean literally. And maybe, I mean, I was, I was wearing earbuds and I wasn't expecting it. And when it first started, I, I didn't, I thought something was broken. Or like there was a, or something. I didn't realize it was a human being for just a second. And then I was like, oh, okay, that's. That's going to happen the entire show. And that was a dawning realization I had that I wasn't going to be able to hear you guys because it was going to be her laughing at everything that she said. Or, you know, I mean, <laughs> so that that was really my main thing is I, I realized because I can listen to uh, I can listen to someone with a different opinion of me. And I, I mean, I might roll my eyes more than I'm proud of or. You know, it kind of you know, question the intelligence or whatever it may be, but as it was honestly really well pointed out, I, you got to respect other people's opinions and hear them out, or else you're never going to grow yourself. You know, I mean, I, I this whole thing really made me question my own snobbery a little bit <laughs> and kind of try to try to check myself some, and then I, you know, I started standing up for other people I felt like were kind of being bashed on in an unfair way. But when it comes to Julie, I, I, I would honestly be cool if she was back. I would, just, I would hope she would be... I'd like to see what she was like a little less sloshed. I, would, I think it would be an entirely different conversation. But maybe not. Yeah, maybe boring. <laughs> maybe and you know i i did uh i just realized something i i was uh dumping a bunch of criticism on julie and i didn't say the things that i liked i think her laugh is infectious uh i think she has a lot of energy no, it's too late for the sandwich scott you already is it too late for buttered the it on with the negativity well, when you Very when nice. you call out that i'm trying to sandwich then yeah <laughs> it might be too late <laughs> yours is more of an open face sandwich isn't it yeah it's, i'm putting the gravy on right now <laughs> but no, there are a lot of things I liked, and and the thing that I liked is the what I mentioned. She's completely different than us. She's a woman. She's a conservative. She's a Christian. And there's there we're probably on uh, opposite ends of the spectrum on almost everything. I just wish she was a little more prepared. Uh, but I don't know how you could be prepared because not if you've never listened to the right, show. If you never listen to the show and you walk in and you're on a mic. Um, you have no idea what to expect. And then when I start off with the... Uh, I'm sorry! Spit it out! 
Spit it out. Over and over again. I'm gay. <laughs> you know, she thinks it's all silliness. Nobody knows what's going on. Yes. Even Marty, when he started, John, play it, play play it, play it. Like I'm his monkey, you know, I got to play the sound effects for Marty. Yes, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll probably have Julie back in at some point, right? Absolutely, man. And She's we'll my probably favorite. probably tell her to hold off on the drinks until you get here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that, that's for sure. I, yeah, I, you could kind of hear you could hear it continue to soak into her. You know, after as she digested more and more, I was like, I don't even think she's still drinking. I think she's just still, you know, on that on that slide. Uh, you guys would be a tough. I mean, on 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 your best day for someone to try to argue Christianity, they're not stand much of a chance. But you add some liquor in there, it's it's sad. <laughs> Well, we've heard Marty he liquored. <laughs> he drank what a whole bottle of Jameson, and he hasn't. I don't think he's been on since, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, only in in the recorded bits that we play yeah. over and over again. <laughs> so he'll live in infamy until he comes back in. Yes. And at some point, Gene Yass will have something to promote, right? Yeah, they're yeah. working on something. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of emails. Aramic is clearly not a language that is either unused or dead. All right, so we got that wrong. Um, I give you guys credit for being kind. Even when it was a bit frenzied towards the end, I felt restraint on all your parts, which is what our better selves should be. Freedom of thought, belief, speech without persecution, albeit difficult, I'm sure. Uh, let's see... I did like John's comment on needing to find a new band or his honest shock towards Julie and her beliefs. She is all over the place. Sadly, a perfect representation of the Republican Party. (laughs) Uh, That's unfair. uh, One more. It's good to have people join you and John, especially with different views than your own. That's boring to surround yourself with like-minded people all the time. That's right. That makes me think of the W regime. Surrounding them with yes men. Yeah, that's what that's what we were doing, man. We got to bring in. The, that's why we we call TP every once in a while. We get the view from the other side, right from the mouths of babes. Right. That's right. All right. Anything else on that subject, there, John? <laughs> no. No, I think uh, when we have Julie back, uh, you know, I think it, it's going to be great. Um, it always is great when we have a guest on, especially if they don't know what the hell is going on. Um, hopefully, she'll listen more and and maybe she'll she'll get it. But it's total talk nonsense, man. That's right, it is. And uh, uh, it, it was, you know, um, Jason. Did you mention it was kind of? Um, uh, you mentioned that it's difficult. To listen, it's it's um, not difficult to it's, listen. Uh, no, it's, it's not. It's it's challenging. For, for it's just you got to pay attention. People. It's a busy, it's a busy show. Busy show. You right. know, there's always something happening. And it, and that's just with me and you, John. And then when you get <laughs> Phil and her in here, it was like frenzied. It was it was. Um, I needed a Xanax. I was exhausted. And it didn't help that a bug landed and on my neck. And you were sweating, yeah. and uh, I had to towel you down. 
Yeah. Phil's a great guest, by the way. Just putting it out there, Phil is probably, I mean, top top right there with Amber as far as my favorite guest. How about that? There you go. Well, who are you? Give me your top three favorite guests of all time. Let's hear it. Oh, well, way to put me on the spot. You can't Uh, mention yourself either. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think back. I mean, I've, I've honestly been listening since like the 30s, um, and I'm trying to think of who we had. I mean, he's got to be because he's timeless, and he'll he's always with us. So who? I mean, I'll find myself wanting to like say Marty quotes throughout the day to people who have no idea what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> you can't keep making if shit. You're smart. Yeah. Yeah, Marty will live, and I guess Marty is probably my favorite. And I, I, I thought Julie was. I, I, I listened to the show three times, the beginning anyway, the first uh, hour, and I was dying. And of course, that's because a lot of the jokes that were going on were really inside. I think because um, nobody else was there, so we didn't probably didn't paint a really good picture. Um, but I was, <laughs> if anybody could see the video of Scott dancing, uh, then you'd probably, well, maybe we should post that, huh, Scott? I don't do you think, think, no. No? I don't. No, if Tony, uh, uh, if, um, if there's no permission for the voicemail, I don't give permission for the dancing video. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Can we uh, pixel my face out or something? Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm... Uh, I'm also, you know, that's all you're going to leave us with is imagining. You might want to post it. It might not be as bad as we're picturing. I don't know. Oh, it's worse. Oh, it's not horrible. bad at all. It's awesome. It's, it's horrible. Uh, well, no, for, it's, it's an intimate moment well, I'm here, sharing it, with myself. Here's what, you guys, here's what you guys don't know about Scott. Scott's, a, and he did talk about it, put a mic in front of him or, or get the party started, and then he, he can't stop him. And my wife even mentioned, wow, Scott was a lot of fun that night. Usually, like, if we go to an open mic night, he's criticizing the guitar player. Look at this guy. This guy is going <laughs> to suck. Look at him. Look at his mullet. He's going to suck. And the guy gets up there, and he plays like fucking Ingve. And, uh, oh, he's going to suck. Oh, okay, sh- shut up. But the, it's like, uh, I don't know, he's very smug. Have a point! Opinionated. I the word smarmy. Smarmy. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes withdrawn. You know, he's he's very quiet. Uh, I'm an observer. Or he'll get really intellectual with somebody and he'll turn his back to you the whole time he's talking to that person. Um but this time, no. This was a different side of Scott. This is a very animated, friendly, work in the room. He had his fedora on. He was dancing. He was making Batman uh, dance eyes, moves. dance moves with the hands, you know, where you put the the OK sign on each hand and turn it upside down. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 The superhero mask. Yes, gotcha. exactly. Uh, we have that on film. That's when he runs for office. We'll be releasing that. Well, it'll never be released then, John. <laughs> I won't have to run. They'll just make me president in the United States. <laughs> it was very funny, though. Um, so it was a it was a very different Scott than uh, anyone else is used to. Well, I mean, I I shouldn't say that. Anybody that knows you knows that. 
when you let your hair down from time to time, you really let it down. So, uh, but uh, yeah, people were taken yeah. taken by surprise. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, had I can't some, believe I moved to Nebraska without. Well, I was so close to you guys. So close, and now I'm now I'm ten hours away. Damn it. Yeah, how about my, that? What's what's that all about? Um, the wife uh, got a job offer that was too good to pass up, and um, it was just kind of time for a change. All you know, so we're in a tiny little town in the middle of nowhere now, uh, and it's kind of cool for right now, at least. Um, it, yeah. do, do you guys got Wi-Fi? You guys got uh, cable out there and everything? Not that. I mean, it's not the greatest. We've had to we've had to have them out here a few times to get it going right, but uh, it's you know it's not too bad. You know, it's a town of about a thousand, and uh, so it's got the best of both worlds a little bit. That's cool. I vacation in Nebraska at Fort um, Fort. Um, I can't remember the name. <laughs> it's up in the corner. It's up on the northwest corner. Of Nebraska, I can't Spit remember the name of the town. Uh, what is the name of the I'm town? <laughs> Have a point. Come on. I'm down in the southeast corner, and the furthest away I've been so far is well, Omaha, I guess. But but Lincoln actually might have some civilization to, to offer. So it's well, it's a college town, right? It seemed like it. I, I just kind of passed through it for the before school shopping. We went there to find some real stores, and it's kind of a kind of cool town. Looking forward to exploring it a little bit. How are how are the kids but with it? They didn't. They're pleasantly surprised. That way. The schools are actually just pretty good, and um, since Brady's in a lot of gifted programs and stuff, we were a little bit worried. Um, but they're excited to have him and. Uh, they're they're going to challenge him, and that's that's what we're we were hoping for. So oh good, um, with some cool kids. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to work out all right. That's great, man. That's great, Nebraska. Yeah, I've lived in a lot of different places. I did not expect to end up here, but you know, I guess that's how it goes. Yeah, you're going to start up a podcast again. You know, that's actually something. Uh, I kind of, I've got the different options. Um, I don't know if Kelly's going to get in on one, although I know um, this job's even a little bit, is a little more high profile, so she'd have to be really careful. But I was thinking about doing one actually, um, to, and, uh, doing chapters of the book because people have been ask, ask, asking for an audio book, and I might be, maybe I could do it in a podcast. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right. It worked for Scott Siegler, uh, so. I don't know. <laughs> what was his book? Um, well, shit. Um, I can't infect infection or, or something like that. I remember it was. I was. It was really popular back when podcasting was first starting out. Uh, he jumped on board and managed to get. Uh, he did a, a patio book and uh, got a, got a really good deal out of it and just continued pumping out now. So. Uh, let's see. Yeah, American author and horror, uh, science fiction and horror, as well as an avid podcaster. Um, let's see, books in print. 
Fort no. Robinson, John. Oh, that's where I was. He's got podcast novels. That's what it is. Fort Robinson. Yeah. Earth Core, Ancestor, Infection, now called Infected, The Rookie, Nocturnal, Contagious. Uh, wow, that's cool. To name yeah, a few. Yeah, so, I mean, I just, I think it would be fun just to get out there and be active again, and that would be a, a ready platform for me to use. Um start on the first book and by the time I get that out maybe I'll be done writing the fourth book and so I gotta learn how to budget the time and make some of this shit happen yeah I read an article uh, by Penn Gillette who was saying that in order for him to write he has a timer like an egg timer or something that he that he must concentrate on writing for 45 minutes before he can check email or, or you know, he's really like a Twitter junkie and an email junkie and a social media junkie. So he has to constantly go look at it. So he has like a timer that he has to put 45 minutes of writing in before he can actually go and reward himself with with social media junk, junk food. That's a really good idea because it's so easy. I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll get a good groove going and I'll stop to check spelling or, or check a, do a research you know on something and in the corner I'll notice oh, oh I have a notification and then it's just fucking over <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I, I make myself close every internet window unless I specifically open it for a reason and, and it, it's like I'm a crack at it not to click on Facebook or Twitter while, while I'm there you know yeah so, yeah exactly are you a social media junkie, Scott? No. My wife thinks I am, but I yeah. don't think I am. Me either. Because I can watch Netflix for eight hours at a time. Although I got to tell you, whenever I'm watching a movie with the kids or a television show and there's commercials, I something comes up on the television show that I want to research and the commercial comes up and I got my iPad right there in hand. Uh, so I, I, I'll look something up, whatever it is. Oh, there, it's something on the cooking channel. What is that food? What's the best way to prepare it? <laughs> I do the same. I do the same thing. Um, it, when we first moved to town, we didn't have like we found out that we didn't sell coverage in reach here, and that was a sort of an unpleasant surprise. And at the same time, we were supposed to have the cable and the internet already ready to go. And none of those things. So we were. Like, I didn't have internet uh, or phone coverage. I could, when we did get to get still didn't have it. I, I really felt uh, it was embarrassing how upsetting it was to me that I couldn't just just hop on. I'm, I'm, I'm a junkie. There's no other word for it. It's, I'm Jason, and I'm an internet junkie. <laughs> what, what sports teams are out there? I don't think there are really any, is there? College football. Just college. Sports- I'm just I'm not that guy. I would I know there's the corn huskers because that's the sweatshirts and stuff that and hats that I see nonstop. Yeah. So I think that's about it. But there's because uh, you come from Minnesota, right? No, I was in uh, I was actually in the Quad Cities. I was in Illinois. Oh, okay. Um, I was in the Illinois side of Quad Cities, about three hours from you guys. So um, I never followed sports though. I'm uh, I'm more of a cop. And 
that's where all my focus tends to go. Is uh, so music and music and comics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen your drawings. Yeah, and start doing that some more too. Have you ever had a table at any of the comic book shows? Yeah, yeah. I did that uh, for the second second year in a row in November, and I'm scheduled uh, to have another table coming up. It's not big cons. I uh, I don't have to. I have the scratch to get into that thing yet. Um, I need to work towards that, though. Um, but no, there's a few little local cons I've, I've done. Just had a table with my book, and last year I sold out. So, uh, and I had people who had bought The Good Soldier and and had come back to buy Berserker. Like, they made a special trip, so that was kind of cool. Oh, um, that's cool, yeah. Down. And uh, now I have the third one out, and so I'm going to uh, this November, uh, I'll be at the Quad Cities um, that have a Mellow Blue Planet con. The, the, the comic book shop there puts on actually a pretty nice and a good sized con um, for the area. I mean, your drawing style reminds me a little bit of Rob Leefield. I I mean I I try I, if I were if I could do color I might do something different but I work more on that bolt. Um, detail and stuff like that like you did yeah yeah you know rob blind i've not practiced yeah well there's inkers and there's uh there's colors so you could just be i do have an i have an artist who's going to be uh illustrating book four for me and uh so i'm going to have color work and i can focus more on other things do you know who rob leefield is scott no yeah figures What does that mean? <laughs> He's a comic book artist. He was uh, famous for X-Force um, in Marvel, and then he started to uh, pen Youngblood when they founded Image Comics together. You remember the movie Spawn? Yes. Okay, there was a comic book Spawn also by, um, oh, what the fuck is Todd McFarlane. Todd, Todd McFarlane, yeah. Uh, there was, he also did some Kiss comic book, Scott. You'd like that. Oh, yeah. Kiss. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> or, or, or the new band that uh, Mike Tyson's in, Kith. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You, you remind me of Rob Leefield. You got that uh, big bul- bulky muscle thing going on. It's cool. Yeah. So it'll be cool to see. I, I'm, I'm actually, I haven't got to see my own character like someone else's interpretation of him yet. So that'll be, I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, cool. I used to draw, but uh, I stopped doing it. I, I just can't concentrate on anything anymore. I'm, I don't know if I have ADD or what. I don't. I definitely don't have hyperactivity, but I may have the attention deficit where I can't just sit and watch a movie or watch TV anymore. If I I draw. I used to, all my life. I've drawn while I was watching TV or whatever. Yeah. Now that I have my phone, I don't draw as much. Uh, you know, I'm always messing around, uh, so I need to put that aside and, and focus on drawing. And yeah, I used to do some, character design to do for the new book. I used to do some drawing and then scan it and then use uh, Adobe Photoshop to color it. Um, but I don't do anything. Nothing. My wife even found some drawings of mine laying around somewhere and hey you don't do this anymore i'm like i just i don't know it's just there's too much going on all the time and that's kind of an escape and now i really don't have one this is it yeah 
Yeah, I hear you. It's weird that we sh- we should have more free time than we do. I don't know what, how that happened, but I get a lot of it self-imposed. Goddamn kids! Next time you sit down to watch. Yeah, next time you sit down to watch something, uh, have some paper and pencil on hand or something. Yeah, I'd love I to see what you do. I should. I'm so out of it though. I'd have to. I'd have to go back to my like Bart Sears cheater drawing book and learn how to draw figures all over again. Yeah, I'd put the bug back in you. I don't know. I think there was a time quite a while back. I remember you. You. I remember we talked about you drawing, and I. I, I told you I wanted to see your stuff then. I still do. I think I put something, a couple of things, on the old forum. Uh, oh, way back yeah. then. God, yeah, I do remember that. It's been a, that forum's been a while. <laughs> yeah, remember that, Scott? The forum. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> How many arguments on that thing, man? Yeah, uh, quite a few. How long have we been doing this? Eight years? Almost ten. Eight years. <sighs> wow. 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 Yeah, I heard about you guys from the Mediocre Show, like, right off and, like, right... Right from the bat. Like that was... Huh? Right from the bat. Yeah, like, right from the bat. Like, back when I was still, with. Like, Still listening to Don and Drew and Oh yeah, that. man. That's way back. That's when there was only like two thousand or fifteen hundred podcasts on uh, Podcast Alley. Podcast Alley, the Podcast Pickle. Right. That doesn't seem like it could possibly be seven years ago. But Yeah. Is Podcast Alley still out there? Let's see. Yes it is. Yes it is. And number four this week is Punky Radio in the top ten, Scott. How about that? Yeah. Punky Radio. And that's still based on comments, right? How many comments you get? I think so. The Jesse Peterson TV show, that's number one. Number two is Uh Yeah Dude. Three is Common Sense with Dan, Punky Radio 4. The Soupy Gatto show is five. The Wiggly and Way Pagan is Six, the Flop House, the Unmanned Path. I don't even know history podcast. I don't know any of those other ones. I still I listen to Oh Yeah, Dude. They're actually pretty good. They've been around like for a very long time too. Ninety. Uh, one, go ahead. Do you remember uh, John Larroquette from the Night Court TV yeah. show? Yeah, it, it's his son and some other guy doing a podcast together. So pretty funny. 91,787 podcasts, 6 million episodes, Scott. Wow. Yeah, that's just crazy. Oh, wow. Go into Punky, read some of their latest comments. What are people saying about Punky? Uh, Let's see. And what episode are they on? I'm curious. Details. Details. See details. I got a slow internets here. Uh, Let's see. Um, Recent episodes. Where's the comments? How do you work this damn thing? (laughs) <laughs> come on man 2473 comments uh let's see this the latest one here is brilliant brilliant podcast entertaining a right laugh and some brilliant tunes loving hearing some newer bands too jane old punk rocker uh somebody wrote it's punky uh, another one is great music great chat all in all a great podcast yeah but no these are these are like one a month one <laughs> one comment a month. 
Well, it, used, it was the voting. The rankings used to be based no, on... No, it was voting. It's oh, based on voting. Oh, voting and comments. comments. Right. Right. So a comment was a vote, but you didn't have to leave a comment for a vote. Right. Right. So all in all, they have 3,586 comments. One for August. Their average rank is 128. Are we on there at all? Uh, we used to be. But I don't know if What's we are. What's our average rank? Uh, let's see. That was going to still AKC. Total yeah. talk nonsense. Total talk. Is it one word? <laughs> How, what, did we come up with this name right on the first show? You came up with it before we even had a show. Oh, did I? My, what I recall. Uh, let's see. Well, by title, we're number one. <laughs> let's see. See details. Oh, we got 1,083 total votes, zero for August. 679 comments. The last one was by Paulie B. in uh, 2010. Well, he used to comment once a month. Yeah, I don't know why I bother, really. (laughs) 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 Arrowwolf, remember that guy? What happened to Arrowwolf? Oh, shit, yeah. (laughs) 200 episodes and still going strong. That's wow. Holy shit. I don't think this feed is still active anymore. That's why. What's Scott. the last episode? The last episode is number one, the Bob and God show. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we transitioned. Yeah. That's right. We made our transition. Right. Remember that? We had God and Satan come in. Remember? And, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. We didn't have to show up. They just handled it for us. <laughs> and they, But they only did one podcast. I thought that podcast would have taken off if they kept with it. Oh, God, Satan. There's just no staying power. Yeah. They're flighty. Those guys can't commit to anything. All right, well, uh, uh, let's kind of move along. Should we, Scott? Yes, I think we shall. Let Jason go. Well, thanks for joining us, Jason. Now, you're calling on yeah. Skype, right? You're not calling on your cell carrier. Is that right? I am actually carrying. Call, I just called my iPhone on my cell carrier. It's going to cost you a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> Roaming in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the old bag phones? No. It'll cost about that much. It was worth it to talk to you guys. Oh, oh thanks. That's, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, man. All right, so, Jason, give a plug. Give us a plug okay. before you go. If you like good books, if you like superheroes, or maybe not the capes and tights kind, but there's definitely that flavor and vigilantism, uh, go to Amazon. Uh, just search me by my author name, C.J. Bilbrey, B-I-L-B-R-E-Y. Um, and uh, my three books that are out so far will come up, The Soldier, Berserker, and Blackwater. They're available also for, uh, for Kindle and Nook. And um, they're pretty good. I, I wrote them, so I know. No, no, no. Uh, oh, Kindle and Nook. So I could, I could use the Kindle reader on my iPad. Hello? Hello. Hello. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I hear you. Of course you can, John. Dummy. He said he could read the... <laughs> I'm an idiot. What, what, what can I say? Ben said so. You guys are idiots. He was just talking about me. There well, you yeah, you can, I, I missed part of it, but I got the gist. Um, I uh, Yeah, just that, that's the easiest way. Just search it. And um, I'm hard at work on book four when I'm not addicted to the social media. So. I'm going to do that. I'm going to download all three of them. I have the 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 soft cover. Hard, 
hard, soft. Yeah, part. I think I sent you guys. Uh, I think I think I sent you the Good Soldier. Yes, the main character enjoys podcasts, and that's my way of. I always make sure he's listening to good ones, so you'll find him listening to Total Talk Nonsense or the Mediocre Show, and uh, that's just the little bit I can do to, you know, get you guys out there and say thanks. Oh, that's really cool, you man. I appreciate that. Yeah, so when they make the movie, you're going to cast me as, like, the dude, right? I'm going to be the guy, right? (laughs) I I, I know I could find a role for you. There's no doubt about it. Um, (laughs) The scene where he says, I wish I knew how to quit you. (laughs) I'm gay. That scene. Here's your one line. I'm gay. I'm gay. Very easy What's my motivation All right, here? <laughs> Alright, Jason, it was great talking to you. Have a great night. I look forward to hearing my I'll talk to you later. All right, Thanks bye. for joining us. Alright, that was Jason. See Jason Bilberry, Scott. That's right, John. Author, podcaster. Author, podcaster. Living in Nebraska. No doubt. Social media addict. Yes. Um we're done fucking the shit. One last thing about last episode. So uh, the word whore uh, was the one who, who started all this controversy, if you will, John, by saying that she hated episode 283. She hated it, but she didn't say why. And then after about 30 comments, yeah. she finally said why. Um, here's why. Well, she doesn't explain it, but it, it gets uh, she gives us some clues. The episode made me very uncomfortable and left me quite upset. Hmm. Instead huh. of 282, that cheered me up and made me laugh and entertained me. So, uh, she mentions being entertained in the other one, so she wasn't entertained and it left her upset yeah. and uncomfortable. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Now, we were going to call her tonight as well, but she is seeing a movie right now. She's at the theater. She's at the theater. She's at the theater. Do you know what she's seeing? No, I don't. The butler. The butler. That's right, John. The butler. See, my wife... Oh, we should go see... I I can't do it. Can't do it? No. It's historical. If he gets shot, maybe, (laughs) but... I don't think he gets shot. Yeah, you know me. I gotta have explosions or extreme slapstick comedy. Although I still have not seen This Is the End. And yeah, I, and you're I'm just gonna have to wait. Then. And I'm I'm getting really I, I get a I guess I'm getting really smuggish or smarmy when it comes to going to theaters because it's expensive. Number one, number two, it's fucking people just irritate the shit out of me at theaters. You know, um, I just I don't like it. It's it's very upsetting. Agreed. You know that's why I go to the matinee when it's empty. Oh yeah, and yesterday I couldn't do the podcast because two things. Number one, I had a deep root scaling. Uh, I didn't have the one where they cut the gums back, but they got they went deep, man, on the whole right side of my face, and I thought, man, I'm not going to be able to talk. And I could tell you now. I'm having a hard time because it's starting to get sore in the jaw. The dentist was like, I can't do a block. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I'm not a dentist, right? I don't know. I can't do a block. I can't do a block. So the hygienist comes in 
And I've already got about 13 shots of Novocaine in my mouth, in the roof of my mouth, up into my nostrils, all along the back to the back row, right? Right. And uh, the very nice, her name's Corinne, she comes in, very tan, very nicely done, orange fingernails, and uh, blonde, cute girl, comes in, very nice. Uh, she's poking around. Can you feel that? I'm like, no, no, feels great. So she's doing the top, and you know everything's fine. Then she gets to the bottom, and dude, uh, she was hitting nerves that I have not felt hit. I don't think in my whole life. I felt my shoes ready to explode off of my feet, and she noticed I was very tense in the chair. She goes. Can you feel that? And I go, yeah, I can feel it. Oh, um, hold on. And she leaves, talks to the other, the dentist. The dentist comes in. She goes, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't do the block. What? I said, what is this block you're talking about? And they said, well, it's a nerve block for your teeth. We couldn't block them. So we could only block the nerves in your gums. Uh, I said, why? Well, your jaw muscle is so strong we couldn't get the needle to penetrate to get to the row of nerves where your teeth are. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, so, what are they doing to your teeth? So, <laughs> well, they're, 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 going below, they're going below the gums to with the Gavitron. And they're uh, scraping all the, the gunk and the plaque from underneath the gum line. So when you get a teeth cleaning, they just kind of just scrape it with that steel rod and the hook, and then they, you know, the, they do all that. Yeah, yeah. And then they're done. You know, they put the polish on, and they're done. And they hit you with the floss and everything. Well, this one, they got to shoot you up with Novocaine. They go well below the gum line. Why do they have to do that? Because so, does everything does have to be done to me? Am I going to have to do that I don't that know. Done? I don't know if you, if you get an x-ray and... Your gums are receding. When's the last time you've seen the dentist? I'm seeing him tomorrow. I see him like every three months. Oh, okay. Well, then you're fine. Okay. I, I'm genetically predisposed to having this, like, gingivitis and gum disease. It doesn't matter how much I fucking floss. And I got a water pick. I got 13 electric brushes. I got all kinds of mouthwash. And uh, every few years it gets to the point where they got to do this and they wanted me to go back to this oral surgeon and have him cut my gums open and flap them down and go all the way down into the root where it attaches to the bone and scrape from there up uh i said fuck that i'm not doing that again he did the bone grafts on me it was very painful so they said well we'll try this and if it works and you heal and your gums get tight and you don't have any more what are called pockets, uh, you should be in good shape. So I said, listen, you got to try and do the block again because this is really painful. So the the hygienist comes in. She waits for the dentist to leave. She goes, I'm going to give it a shot this time. She's in there and she, she's like, she's shaking. She's pushing so hard on the needle and then to I get could, it through your jaw. To get it through my jaw muscle, yeah. And she, and I could feel the needle bend, like go burn, like it bent, <laughs> like bowed like a saw. Oh, she goes, oh, ooh. And then finally, I could feel it break through. 
And she squirts it in. She's like, okay, we got it. We got it. And then she did my teeth the rest of the way. But they can only do half of my face. So I got to get the other half in two weeks. Two weeks. And uh, Have you talked to your kids yet? Yeah. And said, hey, kids, you probably have the same thing I have. It's genetic. Yes, so my son is already... Uh, he's already experiencing yeah, it. Yeah, they said, look, you got to really work on your teeth and blah, blah, blah. And before you got married, did you and Beth have a conversation about this? Did she ask, hey, how are your teeth? No. Are they, you know... No. I mean, kids going to have genetically... No, she never asked. They're going to have issues? These are questions you have to ask. You have to ask these questions. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? There's implants. There's false teeth. <laughs> My whole front front four is a bridge, so we're good. Yeah. But that's but it was that yesterday in the drama of of school the new school day. My daughter came home with all kinds of drama. Uh, first we, day she's first, got drama oh, already. Dude, she's got drama every year on the first day. When I showed up, she was watching TV. Oh, I she's said, fine hey. now. House school. Oh, it's great. You like your schedule? You like all your classes? Oh, it's it's great. She your did teachers? not say that. Yeah, she did. She's lying. <laughs> so I'm surprised to hear this drama. Oh, yeah. All this drama. So what happened was every year this happens. The first year in high school, freshman year, it took a week of tears and I don't want to go to school. I don't know anybody. None of my friends are in my classes. And then after two weeks, everything was fine. Uh, sophomore year, same thing. Junior year. Now, senior year, we thought, no problem. She's a senior. She's driving her own car to school. Uh, she comes home <laughs> and she flips out. She goes mental. Uh, apparently, one of the electives that she took, because she's a senior now. She's almost got enough credits. She can only go, doesn't need to go a full year. And uh, somebody recommended her for an advanced placement class in viroscience. And she thought it was f- about weather, like cumulus clouds and all this stuff. Well, she finds out it's all math. So she wants to drop it and take digital imaging. And the principal emailed her back and said, no, we can't let you do that because you already got two art classes. You don't need a third uh, this one will be good for you, especially, you know, picking out a college, blah, blah, blah. And she lost it. <laughs> I'm going to sue the school and all this shit. Sue? Oh, yeah. I'm a senior. I get to choose what classes I want to take. Uh, so she went all mental about it, but I think it's uh, all worked out now. And she's uh, She's still taking the advanced placement class. But I don't know. She's... She's so into this art thing that she wants. I said, but you need some academics. And uh, art's not going to be the main thing. You don't. You haven't even just, oh, I'm going to be a photographer. Okay, great. But <laughs> they just laid off, like, all of them at the Tribune. So you better be really good at it. Well, now I'm not going to be because I don't have digital imaging. I go, listen, your dad can do digital imaging. I've been doing it since the 90s, the late 90s. I go, there's a thing out there called Google, and then there's the Photoshop Bible, and everybody kind of learns by experimentation. I should have her talk, uh, talk to Haggis Vite. Well, you know, and the thing about photographers, uh, cameras, we talked about this on the show, cameras are ubiquitous. Everybody has a fucking camera. Yeah. And it, from a journalism perspective, 
you're you're more likely to get a better picture from somebody that's on the scene at the time than from a professional photographer that's going to run and miss something. Yeah. Uh, so I think that profession is on its way out. Well, she's not really. I mean, there's uh, there's still like the photographers that, uh, especially with bands, uh, Justin Bieber's oh, you photographer. That, yeah. You know, um, these freelancers that. Well, it's all about networking them, too. Yeah, you you really gotta have that kind of a personality and. Um, you know that she's it's going to be tough. She's got to figure that out. You know, so a lot of drama. I thought it was going to be more of my son because it was his first year as a freshman and the wife said he was really quiet riding to school. And uh, he comes home he's like, "Yeah, man, it was great." I didn't even see Shannon the whole time I was there, man, running all my friends at lunch and yeah, and all the new girls. Boys are different. Yeah. At least when I went as a freshman, I had no problem going freshman year. All the new girls, right? The chicks. Yeah. What yeah. class am I in? And then uh, senior year, I had a similar predicament, John. I was in the shitty fucking gym, all guys gym class. Yeah. All guys. I'm like, hey, this is my senior year. I need a co-ed gym class. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> I spent the the pro- I should have got an A on this project. It was trying to figure out how do I get out of this all guy gym class and get into fifth period gym class because that was a co-ed gym class. Yeah. And I figured out that the only way to do that, the only way to sell that, is to dress like a girl. It, no, <laughs> is to convince my counselor that I wanted I'm to be an gay. architect. I'm and I needed to take mechanical <laughs> oh drawing. Oh, my God. And mechanical drawing was the only class that was only available third period, and that would mean I would have to change my gym class. But I'm willing to do that because I just figured out I wanted to be an architect. You're a genius in manipulation. Aren't I? It's I, I worked on that for like two weeks, and then I convinced the counselor, and I made it happen. <laughs> that is one of my greatest accomplishments of all time. Unlike your daughter, who came home and said, I'm going to sue. That's yeah. not what I would have. I would have figured out, how yeah. do I resolve this problem? You should tell her that story. Yes. Because it's... That one decision, <laughs> that one decision, those two weeks, and me getting in that gym class, yeah. changed my life fucking forever, John. I, I have anecdotal stories every time they come up with something with high school or... A job or whatever. I tell them all these anecdotal uh, stories about myself. And uh, why did it change your life, by the way? What happened? What you do when <laughs> you got in touch with your feminine side? Or well, the only reason I went to, I wanted to get into this specific co-ed class is because there was a girl I was interested in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the motivation right there. That's motivation. Now, the side effect of that is my future wife sat behind me in mechanical drawing. Whoa. So if I didn't get in that mechanical drawing class, I wouldn't have really... I knew who she was, but I wouldn't have known her as well as I do. Oh, yeah. Right. And then she was dating somebody uh, all through high school, and then we just went our separate ways. And then 10 years after the fact, my resume crossed her desk... And she ended up hiring me based on your mechanical what a cool fucking guy was. <laughs> in mechanical drawing. No, I'm totally serious. 
That's how it all went down. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> and then she married you and found out what, right. what the hell did I get into? <laughs> He's not cool at all. <laughs> See, I warned my wife all about this shit. We didn't have high school together. I warned her about me. Yeah, I didn't. I just thought she would know. I mean, we had high school together. I thought. I just thought yeah. she would know that <laughs> I'm like a child. <laughs> so, hey, uh, so did you see any movies? I didn't. No. No. I, I've been watching a TV show. Yeah. I just started yesterday. On what uh, Netflix? Uh, yes. What is it? Breaking Bad. Ha! Huh? First season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was a comedy, man. It's funny, it's isn't it? It's the funniest goddamn show I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, Walter White, is something else. I, you know, I'm just starting with it because I, I, I can never watch it around the kids, you know, especially after I watched the first episode and she starts jerking them off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? What channel is this on? A and E? Is it no? Is it uh, AMC? Right? Is it? I don't know. I don't even know. I, I watched it on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's AMC. Unbelievable. Well, you know what the the first season is good. The second season for me, and, and the one thing I'm concerned with you watching it is the pacing. The pacing is a little bit slow. Yeah. The second season is. Probably it's okay, but it's not. It's the worst. If you're going to classify it, it's the worst, in my opinion. But then the third, fourth, fifth, <laughs> it just picks up. It keeps getting better and better. Well, each show seems like it has a payoff. Yes, there's a, there's a payoff in every episode, um, which I noticed. And but yeah, the pacing is a little weird. Um, <laughs> it's fucked up, man. I started watching four, but then you hit me with, does the Skype work? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I got to check. So that meant no watching episode four. Come downstairs the show. and fuck around with this goddamn computer. <laughs> you could have watched it while you were fucking around on the yeah. computer. Because the pacing is slow enough where you can multitask. Yeah. That's what I found. <laughs> um now, speaking of Breaking Bad, so uh, I am watching... I'm all caught up. I think there's five seasons on Netflix. And then the very last eight episodes they're playing right now, and they've done the the three of them. So there's five yeah. left, and then the show's over. Um, so I've seen those three, because I've been taping them on the DVR. Taping them, that's not even a correct term, <laughs> is it? No. I've Record. been recording them on the taping DVR. Taping them. Okay, old man. So then I I ran across... I keep seeing this show come up on Netflix, uh, Weeds, and it's about uh, weed, right? Yeah. And so I've, uh, I keep seeing it, and they keep recommending the show for me. You, gotta, you like Breaking Bad, you need to see Weeds. <laughs> and so I looked it up on uh, Wikipedia or whatever, and I'm like, okay, I'll try it out. And I am totally into this show. Kevin Neely, right? Neelan. Neelan, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's he's like a, a minor character, so it's about this woman who's uh, before the show starts, her husband dies, and she's got two boys, 
and uh, she lives in this gated community. And to keep up this lifestyle, she has to start dealing weed. Yeah, and it's about it's 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 so similar. There's a lot of um, like, for example, uh, she meets this guy, and she gets in a relationship with this guy, and the guy works for the DEA, kind of like Breaking Bad, where Walt's brother-in-law works for the DEA. Yeah. Uh, so there's some similar things that go on, and and it's about her starting out as a small-time pot dealer, and then building her. Empire, from what I understand, I'm on the second season. Say hello to my little friend. But it's 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 funny. It's probably funnier than Breaking Bad. Really? Uh, yes. But I don't think oh, I don't know man. if it's as good as Breaking Bad. <laughs> Fucking. He's he's such a dumbass, but then he's like redeems himself every time. Who's the dumbass? Well, Walt Walt Walter White. He's he's kind of a dumbass, but but then he like he he redeems himself. Like he figures it out. Whatever he did, does, like he gets in cahoots with this kid, and then he he trusts him. To carry out something, and the guy, the guy fucks it up, and because he, he didn't follow his instructions, but he didn't follow up. You know, when they did the whole acid, I told you to get a plastic bucket, and he didn't. Right. But he left the kid with the acid and the goddamn body, and and he didn't follow up to make sure he was doing what he was supposed to do. But he went off to this to go go teach school or whatever, and uh. Yeah, he didn't tell him ahead of time. Look, you only can do it in the plastic because if you do it in anything else, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> well, he just assumes that he would have that basic knowledge of chemistry. <laughs> well, that's, what, that's the problem. Right. It's kind of dumb. Well, that's one of the interesting things after five seasons is the is Walt and how he evolves as a as a person as a character. And that that arc of what he becomes is so interesting, and that's yeah. why the last five episodes are going to be so interesting to see how it plays out. Because uh, I found myself rooting for him, and now he's in a he's in a position where his character is like a total fucking cocksucker. Yeah, totally manipulative, only thinking about himself. And and I'm so curious to see how it'll eventually end. Yeah. Um, but it's it's so it's so good. But now getting back to weeds, if I may, <laughs> uh, I'm just going to play a clip. So when I'm watching the show, um, there was a, a scene where um, so this woman her, whose brother dies. Uh, I'm not her brother. Her husband dies. The husband's brother shows up, and he's a stoner and kind of a loser. He's very charismatic, but he he's he doesn't hold a job well, and he's coming to help her and support her, and I, f- I even forget his name. But we played a clip years ago, like when this first happened. There was a clip flying around the web because um, somehow they wanted. Oh, he was he signed up for the army and he went AWOL, and they found him, and they were going to grab his ass and send him to Iraq. Yeah, and he had this whole monologue about. I don't want to go to fucking Iraq, and it's a, it's a war about corporations and oil, and I get my ass shot off to protect. Uh, and he's talking to Kevin Nealon, yeah. And uh, it was we played it on the show because it, it, it I guess it summarized what we thought about 
uh, the war in Iraq and us, you know, democracy at the barrel of a gun. And it was really well said. So I, I, I remember that. And I'm like, damn, that was from this show. And then I just watched this show today. This is season two, episode three. Now, the, the mother has a son. He's like, uh, I don't know, he's 12 or 13. And he, so he's just starting to jerk off. And what he does is he jerks off in his socks, and then he flushes the socks down oh, the toilet. Jesus. So they got this whole plumbing problem. This plumber comes over, and he tells her, well, here's the problem. One of your kids is, is flushing socks down the toilet. So she doesn't want to talk to her son about it, so she tells her brother-in-law, can you talk to my son about this? And I'm going to play this clip. And this character, I re- this is my favorite character, like of... Uh, not only the show, but it, when I think about all the characters in TV history, like Sam Malone has got to be my favorite of all time. Uh, and he ranks in the, uh, in the top five, if I have to rank these things. I like this character. So here he is talking to his nephew about jerking off. <laughs> Are you ready for yeah, that, John? Yeah. Are you, let me yeah. see. We, we didn't test the... Um, Sorry. It's all right. I'm a professional. <laughs> Are you ready to go? Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to beat around the bush. <laughs> Your little body's changing. It's all good, <laughs> believe me. Problem now is, every time we jerk the gherkin, we end up with a lot of unwanted, sticky white stuff everywhere, right? Right. So, first order of business. No more socks. They're expensive, gumming up the works, plumbing-wise. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, but Uncle Andy, what do I do with all that pearl jam if I can't spew it into Mr. Sock? Glad you asked. You can have a lovely time tugging the tiger in the shower each morning. That eliminates the need for a goo glove. But the day is long, masturbation's fun, so unless we want to take four or five showers every day, we're going to need some other options here. So let's start with the basics. Tissues. Perfectly acceptable backstop for all that creamy Italian. They can be rough and dry <laughs> on some soft, sensitive skin, not to mention they can stick to your dickhead like a fucking Band-Aid. Ouch. From there, we move on to more lubricated flat catchers. Specifically, bananas. Step one, peel the banana. Step two, slip the peel over your Randy Johnson. Start pitching. Now, for extra credit, warm up the peel in the microwave. Not too hot. Serious yowza. Also, olive oil, moisturizer, honey, spit, butter, hair conditioner, and Vaseline can all be used for lube. In my opinion, the best lube is lube. So save your allowance, invest in some soon. All right, moving on. When you tug your Thomas on the toilet, shoot right into the bowl. In bed, soft t-shirt, perhaps a downy hand towel of your very own that you don't mind tossing after tossing. There's no such thing as polishing the raised scepter of love too much. It reduces stress, it enhances immune function. Also, practice makes perfect. So work on your control now while you're a solo artist. You'll be playing some long, happy duets in the future. All right, class dismissed. Hey. Homework. He threw him a banana. So the kid starts eating bananas, and the, can't, the mom can't figure out why he's consuming all these bananas. Now, I, nobody ever gave this talk to me. I had to figure it out for myself. But the banana idea is brilliant, isn't it? I mean, have you ever heard that idea? What? <laughs> you peel a banana, you eat half of it, and then you use the, other, the banana peel as your, your 
cum catcher, if you will. Oh, what the hell's wrong with you, man? That's just... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we, weren't you listening? <laughs> he said you could warm it up in the microwave. <laughs> Boy, I'm so so glad I missed out on that tidbit of information when I was 12. You know, it reminds me of Jason talked earlier about it. It's um, you have to pay attention when you listen to us, and and you had to really pay attention when you listen to that spiel. But there's a lot of good information there. But there's a visual there that even after you said he tossed the banana to him, it doesn't register because you know there's whatever. Right. You had to see it, I guess. Yes. But so this, uh, it's it's the same type of, you know, um, show uh, or story arc or line or whatever is Breaking Bad. Um, it's not as dark, though. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's been killed yet. <laughs> and I'm in season two already. <laughs> oh, man. They're killed right in the beginning, man. This is... <laughs> great show man oh when they're oh i i kind of like started gagging a little bit when the when the body fell from the ceiling and hit the floor and it was like oh it gets better man it gets better yeah just wait just wait man like I said, season two is kind of, um, I don't really remember anything from season yeah. two. The end of season three is, well, I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the end of season three is really there, fucked up. There's a scene in, I think, the second episode where uh, these these punks are making fun of his, his son, who's handicapped. And uh, special needs or what? I don't know what he is. I don't. I don't He's know got cerebral palsy, cerebral John, palsy, just okay. like our our good uh, friend and right. listener TP. So they're making fun of this guy, and and it it really it uh, hit me in a spot that's I'm sensitive about because my sister is mentally retarded and has cerebral palsy, and I probably fucking bashed more skulls in because of the way ignorant assholes act. Um, and uh, they're making fun of him, you know, going duh, duh, and doing all this shit. And uh, and the wife's like, just ignore him, just ignore him. And she's going to go say something to him. And all of a sudden, Walt just disappears. He like walks away. And she's like, what the fuck, man? And there goes my husband. Just he can't handle it. And he takes off. So she's about to go say something to him. And he walked out of the back of the store, went all the way around to the front and came in from behind this dude and just threw a heel kick right to the back of his leg and stood on it and said, get up. Come on, get up now. Let's see how you walk now, huh? Huh? And then the guy gets up, and then he's all fucking mental in his face, you know? I was like, I started cracking up, man. I lie. My kids are like, Dad, every night we hear you. Turn something on in your room, and you're cackling and laughing, and because I throw the headphones on with the iPad, it's all of a sudden my personal home theater. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it was funny. 
Yeah, so after Breaking Bad, you got to start watching Weeds. We and it doesn't really get good until the brother-in-law shows up in yeah. my opinion. Uh <laughs> But it's good. Oh, and the, there's a female uh what the hell was that movie um, with uh, Jim Belushi and Rob Lowe? Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Um, uh, about Last Night. About Last Night. And who with was that Demi woman? Moore. Demi Who was her friend? What was her name? Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What is her name? And she was so good in that part because she was such a fucking bitch. Yeah. And I, she was so good as that character, I couldn't watch Wasn't her in she anything in else. Wasn't she in Big too? Yeah, and I couldn't watch Big because of I because she did so well as a bitch in uh, About Last Night. She was such so good in that movie. I couldn't watch anything else that she does. And now she's in uh, this. She's like the best friend of the the um, widower who's the drug dealer. Yeah. What the fuck? Elizabeth is her name? Perkins. Elizabeth Perkins. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, what movies were she? Oh, in? and the kid who he was giving the masturbation lesson to, <laughs> he was the voice of Nemo. How about that? No. Yeah. That's scary. Oh, she was in a lot of movies. Big, Avalon, The Flintstones. That's right. She, was she Wilma? <laughs> I don't know. But Wilma, I, yeah. So it took, what, how old is that one movie? 20 years? 25 years? Yeah. I couldn't watch her in anything because I just I just couldn't stand her, not her, but that character it's she portrayed. Thirty years, oh, man. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. She was in too. Yeah. Oh, she was in Finding Nemo as well. Oh, how about that? How about that? How about that, John? Yeah, I didn't see any other movies. Um. Um. All right, somebody uh, getting back to TTN news. Um, I think Phil, the bass player, posted this about taking a crap. We're all doing it oh, wrong. Yeah. How to poop properly? I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it right Got now. Got a squat. Got- they get this new uh, shit helper. It's like a little squat stool. <laughs> oh yeah, I see squat stool. Yeah. That makes sense to me because, you know, when you mentioned uh, going to Japan and you'd have to shit in a hole. Yeah. When I thought about that's that, I'm like, well, yeah, that's probably how we shat for millennia, John. <laughs> <laughs> right? <And> these, <laughs> these toilets are a new thing. Yeah. So, yeah, if I ever, uh, I like to I like to refer to it as give birth. If I ever have to give birth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I find myself grabbing my ankles and, and hoisting them up on the, the seat <laughs> to get in that squat position because it makes sense. I usually, a, like, I get this bench in there and I'll pull the bench in front and use the bench as, like, a, a leg rest, like a recliner. Stanford University has revealed a new study that shows squatting is the proper and recommended way to go to the bathroom. What's more astonishing is, is that this study isn't new. Uh, the ideal posture for defecation is the squatting position with the thighs flexed upon the abdomen. In this way, the capacity of the abdominal cavity is greatly diminished and intra-abdominal intra <laughs> pressure increase, thus encouraging expulsion. I always thought gravity helped, too. Yeah. The reason is because of the 
pubertales muscle. How about that? Bet you didn't even know you had one of those. I did not. I did not know that. The muscle acts as a sling for your rectum. When we sit down on the toilet and hold on the rectum is loosened, but only partially. In a squatting posture, the hold is completely relaxed, allowing for an easier release of the bowel. And simply put, it's healthier, John. How about that? Yeah. Gotta try that. Sometimes I'll go on my tippy toes, you know? I'll bring those up. Bring like your knees a up a little bit. Well, no, you're just sitting there, and then you flex your your uh, calf muscles by pushing your legs up on your tiptoes, so yeah. your knees are a little higher. I see. Yeah. Sometimes I squeeze so hard, John, <laughs> I start convulsing and shaking, <laughs> and then I have visions of that's not right. That's not right. Of Elvis. That's how he died. Yeah. He was he was trying to push one out. Well, you know you're 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 doing the Valsalva maneuver when you do that. <laughs> the Valsalva? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show, the Valsalva. Valsalva. Are you looking it up? No, I'm I'm reading more of the squatting article. But it makes sense. Makes sense to me, I'll tell you that. Oh, but you know I read it on the internet, so you got You can't believe everything right. you read on the internet. But you can in the Bible. I learned that. Because it's the word of the only one God. Last week, yes. But only if you interpret it correctly. Yes. Right. And there's only a few people that can do that. Yes. Why would God make it so complicated? I mean, <laughs> if you're God, right, and, you, and this is the word of God... Why does it even need to be interpreted? You would think that God would be able to communicate so fucking exquisitely and clearly to us minions that we wouldn't even have to have these discussions, John. Right. But no. When he says that a woman should not teach and should uh, be subordinate to the man, he, f- he forgot the question mark. Or somebody forgot a question mark. <laughs> But if, if it's somebody, if it's God writing it and the person responsible for translating that, why didn't he give that person the power to write the fucking question mark when it was supposed to be written? <laughs> He's busy. He was probably really busy. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't hear him. Here we go, Scott. The Valsalva maneuver may be used to arrest episode of supraventricular tachycardia. The maneuver can sometimes be used to diagnose heart abnormalities, especially when used in conjunction with echocardiogram. Uh, but it's uh, there's a couple of them. Most of the Valsalva maneuvers refer to when you're trying to regulate the air pressure in your head. Divers. By holding your nose and blowing, and your ears pop. You're supposed to do that on the toilet? No, you, you do it, uh, there's a different way to do it where you bear down like you're taking a shit. And uh, what it does is it, it speeds your heartbeat up a little bit, and then it slows it down. So if you're having like a panic attack or... Um, 
uh, your blood pressure spikes or you're having tachycardia where your heart rate is very high, you could try the Valsalva maneuver. For how long? Just for... 30 seconds? 10 20 seconds? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. What if you do it if there's nothing wrong? You just do it for 20 seconds. Just do Is it. that a it's benefit? It's going to reduce your heart rate. It'll calm me down? Yeah. So the next time Julie's in, I just do that <laughs> every 30 minutes. I'll just do that. <laughs> and hopefully not <laughs> shart. <laughs> right. <laughs> What happens is there's a decrease in uh, aortic stenosis, uh, pulmonic stenosis, and tricuspid regurgitation. Increased uh, hypotropic cardiomyopathy and uh, mitral valve prolapse. How about that? Yeah. You almost sound like a doctor. Thank you. All right, John, moving on. A couple of news stories. The White House said last week that Obama is not ready to change the law on marijuana, but you know who maybe? Congress. That's right. Congress. With at least two bills pending in the Senators. House to amend federal marijuana law, Senate Judiciary Chairman Patrick Leahy, Leahy uh, September 10th, they're going to talk about this subject. So Congress may pass a federal law. That says uh, marijuana is cool, man. It's cool with us. Um, What are prisons going to do? I mean, that's how prisons, these privatized prisons, make their money. Well, that's just it. Uh, They've been the biggest uh, lobbyists for... Well, what's funny is... um, they Marijuana is a class one drug, and cocaine is class two. Can you believe that? No, I can't believe it. Class one, meaning it's more potent and dangerous than cocaine. How is that? Oh, because it's a gateway drug? Yes. Is that what they still think? What a joke. That's a joke. We're all over the place. I got breaking bad news, John. Ready for this? Yes. Brian Cranston cast as Lex Luthor in Man of Steel. Yeah! But more importantly, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is Batman. Is Batman. <laughs> so Henry Cavill's going to be Superman. Funny. Ben Affleck's going to be Batman, and Brian Cranston is going to be Lex Luthor in the next Man of Steel. Wow! And I also read that Ben Affleck's been signed up for the next five movies, and not only is he going to be Batman, he has uh, writing. Uh, credit he's going to be a writer of it <laughs> what's so funny it's funny because the interwebs have gone they've exploded uh, ex- insane with what how can you say that Ben Affleck I did see some posts about when they announced Heath Ledger would be the Joker and he, he came under the same kind of scrutiny yeah. uh, by these comic book fans who were saying this is a joke this is so horrible. How could they cast him? Um, so we'll see how Ben Affleck does. Is <laughs> Batman right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll be alright. Now Ben Affleck was saved in the social media and Twitter universe by. Do you know what, John? By something else bigger happened. No, and Ben Affleck got pushed to the side. 
Oh, yeah. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus at the VMAs. Did you see that? Yeah. Unbelievable. I didn't see it. She but. should be so fucking embarrassed. Yeah, what 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 are I don't <laughs> I was watching it with my kids. And she's she had this like uh first she's I don't know, she's dancing around and she'd sing parts like uh uh what would she say like uh like we're doing it or something like that and then she'd make like she's shoving a big dildo in her crotch with this goofy outfit on and people running around with bears attached to their backs and then she rips the clothes off and she's wearing like these like it's uh, underwear like uh, shiny skin colored latex underwear or something and Robin Thicke comes out and she's dancing around with this giant, you know, number one finger, you know, like styrofoam, you, yeah, styrofoam foam finger. And she's she's shoving it between her legs from behind, so it looks like a penis. And uh, then she's putting her ass up against Robin, Robin Thick. Is that it? Thicky yeah. mm-hmm. up against his nuts. Sack while he simulates. Uh, Do you know that's called twerking? Twerking? Twer- 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 twerking? <laughs> I didn't know that. Twerking? I thought it was grinding. What's the difference between grinding and twerking? I thought it was grinding too. Yeah, so uh, I understand she's trying to be controversial and 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 she certainly generated. Like I read somewhere that. Uh, this is the, on Twitter, this is broken records for like 300,000 tweets about Miley Cyrus per hour. That's a new Twitter record. Wow. People are talking about this. I don't think a lot of what they're saying is positive, but they're I, talking I don't, about it. I don't it. think it's twerking. It, Wikipedia says twerking is a dance move that involves a person shaking the hips in an up and down bouncing motion causing the dancer to shake wobble and jiggle to twerk means to dance in a sexually suggestive fashion by twisting the hips but she was like pressing her junk up against his junk <laughs> that's more of a grind yeah right that's what i thought yeah so uh, you got uh, madonna um who who from Inception. She was always this sexual kind of a thing, right? This, yeah. uh, and then you got Britney Spears, who who went from a child to a, a grown up, and she made that transition into this sexual um, thing, right? And uh, it, Miley Cyrus doesn't seem to be pulling it off. So she was no. Hannah Montana, and and she's it's just kind of awkward, and it's kind of. You like we can see what she's attempting to do, but she's not very good no. at it, <laughs> and it's just uh, it makes for awkward viewing. And I can oh, see. Oh, I, I the... see the pictures of twerking. I yeah, I get it now. Yeah, it so was she was twerking. twerking. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. What what is the youth coming to these days? Now a couple What's years ago, on? Jamie Foxx said that uh, Miley Cyrus is going to end up on a stripper pole, right? Yeah. And he had to apologize for that. But yeah. but 
uh, metaphorically, it's the... Pretty close. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't a poll there, but... Yeah. Yes, there was. Alan, uh, Alan Thick. <laughs> Robin Thick's poll. <laughs> she was doing a poll dance. Right. Yeah, so she was basically... Yeah, so... And she's not that attractive. She's got a weird, like, these weird long legs and... She's really got no ass. How old is she? Can I be talking about her like this? I don't know. She, I think she's 20. Okay. <laughs> if she was 16, that wouldn't be okay. Well, I made a comment during Dancing with the Stars where my wife said, oh, she better be careful. There's going to be a wardrobe malfunction. I'm like, wow, I hope there is. My daughter's like, she's only 16, Dad. <laughs> you can't tell on that show. I thought this girl was like in her 30s, for all I knew, with all the makeup they put on. Oh, she, oh, never mind. Oh, God. Oh, si-. and my wife's yelling at me. Everyone's yelling at me. I go, see what pigs we are. Yeah, honey. dogs. That's why. Dogs, John. Wait till you're 30. Why? What's going to happen then? Uh, Before she hooks up. Oh, right. Right. I see what you're saying. All right, John. Any other celebrity movie news? No. Uh, Moving on. Uh, Let's talk about science. Kind of a science story. Kind of a science story. Science and religion. Science. Have you heard this, John? A megachurch changes vaccine stance after an outbreak. I read that. A measles outbreak linked to a Texas megachurch amplifies the public health concern for those who opt out of immunization immunizations. Uh, this Texas church has shifted its stance. Following the outbreak, at least 21 members of the Eagle Mountain International Church in North Texas have been diagnosed with measles after a few members of the congregation traveled abroad on a mission trip and contracted contracted the disease. Um, Pastor Terry Copeland Pearson's, uh, his daughter... Uh, <laughs> announced sermon last week that the church will be hosting vaccine clinics and urge her congregation to attend. Um, I'm trying to get to the part of the story where the church told them not to get vaccinated. Uh, I can't find it. <laughs> Why? (laughs) During the initial outbreak, the church released a statement to its faithful saying their position regarding dealing with any medical condition involving yourself or someone in your family is to first seek the wisdom of God, His Word, and appropriate medical attention from a professional that you know and trust. Apply wisdom and discretion in carrying out the recommendations for treatment. So the church was anti-vax. I can't find the specific uh, paragraph that says that. But the church is anti-vax. They're preaching anti-vax. They're saying you should uh, look to God first. So none of these people went and got vaccinations, and now 21 of them have the measles. <laughs> and I can, uh, can so we ask the question, dumb. where's their God now? Yeah. Right? Yeah, where's your God now? Obviously, yeah. he wasn't listening. And even after they contracted mis- uh, missiles, <laughs> measles, <laughs> I'm sure they're praying. It's, it's not working. 
The praying's not working. No. Oh, but it's let me be. let me be the Christian apologist. This is testing their faith, John. Right. It's just a test of their faith in a non-existent entity, and to see how gullible and naive they can be. And so goddamn dumb. In other church news, John Swift is swifting, shifting to <laughs> <laughs> shifting to religious news. Swifting. Naked church camp counselor touches 13-year-old boy with his penis. Oh, Jesus. Church calls it horseplay. Oh, my God. It's It's just horseplay. It's just just being silly. Yeah, they're just being silly. He was touching them with the rod of God. It's not funny. I'm laughing. It's It's not not funny. It's not funny, man. What are you doing? Uh, This alleged... This guy placed his penis on top of the boy's crotch while a group of other boys were watching. He also slapped the boy in the face with his schwanz. Shut up! It's not funny. You are such a liar. I'm real. I'll send you the link. Oh, everything on the internet's true. They got his picture and everything. (laughs) Slapping the boy in the face with his schwanz? Yes. Well, it didn't say schwanz. I, you know, I didn't want to say penis again. I got tired of the word penis. I like when you say penis. Say penis. <laughs> no, I'm not a monkey. Say penis. Uh, say penis. Uh, the church committee that was appointed to investigate say the penis has, start, has stated <laughs> that it believes the incident was simply a matter of horseplay gone wrong. <laughs> gone wrong. <laughs> While the church has removed the guy from participating in camp activities... And has also barred him from participating in any activities that involve children. The statement clearly shows a desire on behalf of committee members to make the incident somehow appear more acceptable. It's like that time we were in New York and we are talking about Jay is gay and we came in the room. You were sleeping on the on a mattress or something. Ass up. Ass yes. up. And Jay, Joe and myself and, and uh, the papooch come slumbering in. And, uh, it was just horseplay, He, he jumps up like and zips his pants, and I don't know what he was doing. He was watching something on TV, and, whoa, hey, what's up? What are you guys doing here? Oh, is that when there was porn on the yeah, split channel? Right. And you're laying there, and what? What's going on? What are you doing? What 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 are you and Scott doing? You're sleeping. Like, you're oblivious. And then... He's doing shots or something later on the night, and he's telling the story. Well, when I was in college, you know, uh, I was I was I was walking across the room, and uh, uh, and then I filled it in. You know, I filled in the rest of the story and said I tripped, and my dick went right up the guy's ass. <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> it's the first time ever I heard you laugh. Like you laugh on the show, like the tetanus. Really? Thing. Oh yeah, it was the first time I ever heard the that. <laughs> <laughs> <Bad> the <laughs> and he said that's the funniest thing I ever heard. <laughs> well, it was so funny <laughs> until we heard Tony uh, with his shit stabber. Right, yeah, shit stabber. <laughs> Except when he he backed the car and almost ripped oh, yeah. the door off. That was that classic. wasn't funny. That was no. But you were you had the whole car shaking. You were laughing so hard. <laughs> You're trying to hold it in. Continuing was, on, yeah. with the story. Uh, the church, but it was also, just horseplay. Scott. <laughs> it was just horseplay. The church went on to say 
that the boy was using a lot of unsavory, sexually charged language. Zach told him to stop repeatedly. When he wouldn't, Zach told him, If you do not stop, I will come down there and sleep with you naked. (laughs) Trapp also told reporters, (laughs) And he actually jumped on him, and all the other boys laughed and thought it was funny. So there you have it. You want some of this? (laughs) Oh, my God. After a naked church camp counselor jumped on top of the uh, this woman's son, touching him with his genitals, after he threatened to sleep with her child naked, and after he physically assaulted the child by slapping him in the face with his penis, they felt it was appropriate to approach his mother and offer additional counseling. <laughs> she went to the police instead. Good yeah, for her. good. Yes. Oh my god, it's brutal. Docking? Come on! Who died? One more religious I'm story, best John. Friend, Scott, right? That's right. And if you were a woman, I'd be all over that ass. <laughs> what? Uh, Pat Robertson, our favorite, is in the news again, yes. John. Do you, did you hear what he said uh, recently? No, I did not hear what um, he said, Scott. I don't think there's an advertisement. Let me go ahead and play this. Can you play the uh, It's about AIDS. Me? It's about AIDS. You know, those AIDS givers, they, <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but. Here uh, we go. Here we go. It's loading right now. <laughs> Pat Robertson's going to talk about. Any second now. AIDS. I, so. The, the tension, <laughs> the anticipation. It's still downloading. Hey, it's Pat still... Robertson. Spit it out. Um, uh huh. Okay. This is on Time the show for a Mac. on Tuesday, Seven Hundred Club. Gay people in San, Gr- San Francisco, <laughs> San Francisco, have deliberately spread AIDS, <laughs> and he's going to tell us how, if it ever comes up. Maybe I need to refresh the page. <laughs> it's not playing. Everything is queued up. Maybe there's so many other people watching this video right now. It's such an important video. Such an important video. (laughs) Everybody's watching it. The anticipation is killing me. The suspense. What is going on, Scott? I don't know. Let me... Please deliver something. Try opening another page. Please. Other page. (laughs) If not, I'll have to do a Pat Robertson impression. (laughs) Because I have the text right in front of me. Yes, the internet's is very slow. Is somebody streaming something upstairs that... Uh, no, no. <laughs> I'm not able to get to the internet. You just got a really bad computer. That could be it. I do need to update. I can't even, I can't even <laughs> scroll down now. Page down. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Watch the Here full we video go. Below. This is going to be a hell of a punchline. Hell of a... Tim Wetterbelby, worth the wait. So what else, John? You have a gig coming up. Yes. Um, Is that Saturday? Saturday. Saturday at El Sombrero. Sombrero. Is that like a nine to one thing? I don't know. You got three sets? I think so. Any new songs? Uh, Yeah, I think we're doing Middle of the Road by the Pretenders and um, talked about a Keith Anderson song, Picking Wildflowers. And I think we had another one. Exciting. We had another one we're working on. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to do um, hot-blooded, check it and see. Who's yeah. that, Foreigner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Foreigner. Right on. All right, I'm going to an alternate website <laughs> with the same video. I'm going to click on that. There's a Gretchen Wilson version of that song. Also, um, uh, Billy Squire song. Uh, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's not coming up. You want me to play it? Yeah, let me. Uh, are you on Facebook? What is it called? Uh, Pat Robertson, gay people. Uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm not. It's about to be Pat Robertson AIDS. Yeah, that could be it. It's recent, very recent. Gays with AIDS. Uh, AIDS wear rings to cut, infect others. Here's what Pat Robertson has to say. Oh, and there's a commercial. Thanks, Scott. Is that you or me? That's me. Oh, you got it to play? Of course. You found it? It's about to be. It's about to be. Pat Robertson. uh, Yeah. Gays with AIDS wear rings to cut. Infect others. Don't spoil it. Well, that's what it says. That's it, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> you asked me. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking at. You don't give I me I just any, sent you the link, man. I'm not looking at your dumb link. Casting Network's Pat Robertson has done it again. And by that, I mean saying something so absurd and offensive that you can't help but laugh before you weep about the fact that people actually watch and listen to his show, The 700 Club. Check this one out. I don't know all the ramifications of infection with AIDS. I used to think it was transmitted by saliva and other things. Now they say it may be sexual contact. So uh, what uh, you want to say if you're driving an elderly man who's got AIDS, don't have sex with him. But uh, that's a little too simplistic. Is he trying to be funny? I don't necessarily think you didn't get AIDS. So unless there's a a weird looking head, bodily fluid transmission... I think you're not going to catch it, but it's a horrible thing, and I I don't know what to say. There there are laws now. I think the homosexual community has put these draconian laws on the books that prohibit people from discussing this particular affliction. You can tell somebody they got a heart attack. You can tell them they've got high blood pressure, but you can't tell anybody they've got AIDS. They do in uh, San Francisco, some of the gay community, that they want to get people, so if they've got the stuff... They'll have a ring, you shake hands, and the ring's got a little thing where you cut your finger. Really? Yeah, really. I mean, it's that kind of vicious stuff, which would be the equivalent of murder. Oh Jason, God. what on earth, and you know, where do I buy one of these gay cutty rings? <laughs> I, I, can I, I stop it? Yeah, there? we can cut okay. them off. I, I like the original. See, that's why I like the original pad video. I don't like commentary. We give the commentary. <laughs> Not Jason, whoever that guy is. Well, apparently your fucking version of it did not play, okay? <laughs> I understand. We we have All to right. do what we have to do. But, so uh, we make do. Yes, we make do. And, you know, it reminds me of the story last week that you talked about where uh, people who have religious beliefs score lower on tests. And, uh, I mean, it's apparent. If you have religious beliefs, you can believe fucking anything. Right. You'll believe that people buy rings so they can cut other people to give them AIDS. 
<laughs> there's in the and here's here's why they don't do well on tests because there's not a skeptical fucking bone in their body. There's not any type of of functioning in their brain right. that says is that is that really what people do? Buy rings and cut people to give them AIDS? I think that might be bullshit. The people who don't ask the question, I think that might yeah. be bullshit. Are the people who buy into religion. Yeah, like that lady right there. Really? That's true? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I have one. Or the, have, when we talked about... Cut, I'll cut you up and make you believe in God. Weapons yeah. of mass destruction. Uh, they're there. Where, they're where? Really? Yeah. We were getting the release. Really? Well, where are they? Who said they? Who's they? They said they're there. Where are... Nothing. We get, we get nothing. Nothing. It's just this belief, and there's no... Skepticism. Oh, There's you're such a liberal. No critical thinking. That's what thinking. you get, right? Whenever you, whenever you push back again, but if you push back against Obama now, it's like, uh, see, told ya. No, we're we're being critical thinkers, and we're you know questioning the authority of people that we elected. I mean, but when you did that with Bush, oh, you're not a patriot. You're you're anti-war, you're a liberal, you're a bleeding-heart liberal. Right, right. Oh, and we did let Julie leave without telling us one good thing that W did while yeah. he was in office. Oh, it was gas prices. Right. Man, well, you... Which isn't really... It's not true. I mean, really? Eight years and he lowered gas prices well, right before he, the election? Th- we didn't even go into it any more than that. Uh, the president has nothing to do with the right. price of gas. Right. <laughs> To be fair, <laughs> doesn't matter who it is, is nothing to do with it. Now, granted, uh, Obama did open up some of the reserves in order to try and um, reduce the price of gas uh, a few years ago. Did that have an effect? I don't know. Maybe. Who Cause, knows? Because it created more crude oil. Um, it was released into the marketplace. Uh, increasing the inventory, obviously, you know, thins out the uh, supply, or not thins it out, but increases the supply, so demand, you know, stays the same, and there's more supply, so therefore the price goes down. Yes. The W solution was to just drill, baby, drill, or was that Sarah Palin? Sarah. Yes, Sarah. Yeah. Palin, yeah. Drill, baby. Drill, baby, drill. All right, John, that brings episode 284 to a close. Oh, it does? Yes, doesn't oh. it? Do you have anything else no to talk Phil? about? Phil will not be here tonight. Oh. He did. I didn't talk to him, but he sent me this cryptic text, and he seemed kind of offended. I, I don't know if you remember or not, but he was delivering the news, and nobody told Julie the rules. Oh, and she like oh, started yeah. talking when he and he had to stop. I and, thought he broke his hip and tell her. Oh, I, he like reprimanded her on the show, uh, <laughs> and I he made some comment about <laughs> why is that our fault? Apparently, he believes that we need to if we're going to have guests, we need to run through the rules uh, <laughs> with them, <laughs> especially when it deals with Phil. <laughs> <laughs> well, let him come in then, and he's got to send the memo. Right. Well, well, I'll ask him to put together 
I'll ask him to put together the, what the rules. And then there was Phil that was going to start talking right there. Like he was possessing <laughs> oh. you. <laughs> Whoa. To put together the rules. Oh, the other thing. We, oh. Uh, we need to get a hold of Mr. Biggs and, and figure out when he oh, can right. come in and be a guest because he is ready to sing karaoke, John. Wow. And we got to find out. We got to catch up with. Uh, we have a, a couple of things to ask him because yeah. uh, we're going to revisit the gig and ask right. from his perspective uh, what that was all about. What's and his name, Scott? George Biggs! <laughs> Mr. Biggs! And, uh, yeah. Oh, and we tried to get the word whore on the line. Yes. Couldn't get her. Uh, to maybe no avail. she can call in, or maybe next time maybe. we can talk to her. And it's about to be. Big news, John. You got Skype Big. voicemail working yes. again. So feel free to call us up and leave a message. Yes, that's uh, two. Oh, let me look here. It's on a receipt. 224 244 Seven six three one two two four two four four seven six three one. Call the Skype hotline. Give us a jingle. Uh, leave a message. It's also you could Skype through Skype. Uh, TTN underscore John J O N. TTN underscore J O N. And uh, yeah, leave us a message or call or whatever. I'm so excited yeah. because I don't know if Pat McGroin still listens, but I'm so excited he may call us and leave a message. We'll have a message for next show. Right. I'll be disappointed if we don't. It'll be sad. I'll leave a message. And or pretend maybe, you're Pat McGroin? Maybe Badger Man's bunghole will call and leave a message. <laughs> maybe. You never know. Never know. He evolved. What did he evolve? His an eyeball or something. He evolved the hemorrhoid into yeah. a tentacle. And then he was able to dial a phone yeah. as well? It's <laughs> yeah. genius. Just Evolution. <laughs> yeah. And he must have been using the anus as a mouth or something to talk. It's weird, isn't it? That is weird. I, how do we you never vo- really thought about vocal that. Vocal cords in a rectum. It's strange. All right. You know that sound, right, Scott? That means that's it. That's right, John. That's right. 284. So 284 comes to a close. Done. I'm John. And I'm Scott. Uh, say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. You're listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.